We need like a hip hop song for that. But that's what pitch. I mean, maybe pitch pitchfork pals. We could do a pitchfork punk version. Shane, th- these new things that we're doing. They, they there's so many questions with with new. You know what I mean? Got to be new wave. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. My man has. <laughs> my man pulled up like. <laughs> yeah, my man pulled up like Steph Curry and just shot a three real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to Pitchfork Pals, the uh, little side series off of Life and Time with Harry Slime. Um, you know, the podcast has been doing some uh, pretty well. We've been having a lot of fun, and uh, Shane and I go way back, and one of the things that we kind of always used to discuss was uh, we'd talk a lot of shit about music, to put it bluntly, and we're going to do that via podcasting all right we wanted to give you a little bit of taste of that because like you know we live through and i shane i think you'll agree with this we kind of came of age when townie rock and that's going to be the topic of this week's episode really was at like its pinnacle you know it 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 was it was as big as it ever was gonna get if you if you know what i'm saying yeah it was like peak commercial success like yeah music execs everywhere were like fuck we gotta sign every fucking douchebag and uh in leather pants that we can find you you know that's how like uh this is a random side note but we like to start with fun facts you know that's how the boondock saints came about right shitty townie rock do you know the story the no uh does that have something to do with that fucking uh that dropkick murphy's band (laughs) weirdly enough it is boston it, it, again we're we're all in the realm baby we're all in the realm so troy duffy um is like a young up-and-coming uh writer he's also a bartender at a local bar and he's also i believe the singer of a band and they're like a very much like a boston kind of godsmack kind of vibe that's their you know sound or whatever that sucks Oh yeah, <laughs> terrible. Absolutely awful. <laughs> Sounds fucking miserable already. It's it's bad, dude. My man's writes a script which is basically the Boondock Saints. And I can't remember the specifics, but it lands in the hand of a certain Hollywood producer. Shane, would you like to take a guess at what Hollywood producer that script landed in the hands of? Weinstein? Oh, baby, you nailed it. <laughs> really? Are you, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I was like, who's the biggest fucking ass? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, a fucking course. I didn't know any of this. This is news so th- to me. Bro, so that motherfucker, <clears throat> that fucking Boston, you know, jackass or whatever, negotiates a contract based on the script of the Boondock Saints that is literally 
a movie deal where he gets to write and direct that film, you know, and I obviously had already written it. But not only that, he also gets Harvey Weinstein's production company to get a music record company to sign his shitty rock band so they could put out an album, okay? And then the motherfucker gets Harvey Weinstein's production company to buy the bar he works at so that he owns it and can tell people what to do there. Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking uh, Speechcraft 100, apparently. Or he's got dirt. He had dirt on Weinstein. Very, very <clears throat> possible, too. So, but yeah, that's, that's how, uh, you know, and... I'm sure there's a, a a collection of his music online. Uh, you know, it really kind of makes me look. Uh, well, I, I just we can look at on YouTube. We have some other uh, areas that we're going to hit uh, on YouTube. We can start with the Troy Duffy music. Let's see if they have it. All right, they better oh, have shit. it. Troy Duffy. Uh, yeah, the Boondock Saints release the Hounds. Oh my god. Gonna... It's got four and a half stars on Amazon. Could you imagine using Amazon <laughs> reviews as like a fucking legitimate source of music criticism? <laughs> this this one is an album. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, a album to rock to. <laughs> if you like Puddle of Mud in Nickelback. <laughs> what a coincidence. I fucking hate both of those bands. <laughs> Oh my god, I think I found live music from him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Share screen. Here we go. Share sound. All right. It's the Boondock Saints to All Saints Day, St. Patrick's Day celebration. Oh my god. What the fuck? Oh my god. What the fuck is this? There's an Irish flag in the fucking behind the stage. Oh shit. We should start counting newsboy caps. Yeah, hold on. Hold on a second. There's at least 20. Like, you can't even see anybody's actual hair because there's so many newsboy caps. The fuck? Holy shit. That's, and and uh, it's Boston. Well, and is this it looks almost like a like a basement venue of some type, but maybe not cuz there's like pillars, like I don't know what the fuck this place is. It it looks wild. Boston, you're you're something else, bro. All right, let's continue. Uh-huh. Here we go. This is an email He's getting a divorce. Oh, God. That man is breaking the first rule of showbiz. Yeah, bro. Okay, hold on. We also have, we need to first describe him because holy shit, his <laughs> fucking. Look at that fucking goatee. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. He's like bald headed goatee. Um, 
he kind of has like the the white uh, or not the white the silver uh what do they call them like the the chain link watch i think is what they call it oh yeah um and and then he has and like let's really appreciate this shirt saint shane he has yeah. oh yeah i know what the fuck is on that that the, the I'm, words i i'm pretty sure that's a Celtic, like like a, a four leaf clover or whatever. Yeah, but it looks like it's got like remember those old tap out shirts with like the miscellaneous like scrawling on it. It looks like that, but in a four leaf clover. Well, dude, I would even say I, I would even say I'm gonna go on record with this. It's a four leaf clover, and to me, it looks like it has like some vague Asian lettering on it. Like it looks mildly like I don't know. <laughs> It looks like maybe Chinese or like Mandarin or something like that. This guy is the most mall cop looking motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like this dude works in private security. (laughs) But I'm not crazy, right? You see this where. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really flabbergasted. (laughs) Well, and hold on a second. Look who's standing next to him. Is that uh, Norman Reedus? Really? (laughs) Yeah. I thought that looked like him, <laughs> but I guess it's it's kind of young. But um, you know, it's weird because oh, like that shit. guy went on to be like, you know, uh, Hideo Kojima like loves Norman Reedus, you know, mm-hmm. like what a what strange beginning, you know. And that That's other guy on the other bro. side, he looks like fucking, he looks like he should be in a math rock band and not doing this shit. Yeah. Like yeah. he looks like yeah. those those memes of like if the guitarist looks like this, you're gonna die in that pit. He's that's the fucking guy. <laughs> Like he's got some like fucking math core like fucking uh you know big black guitar breakdown if he, and shit. If he if he like if that guy got on mic and talked about his experiences <laughs> in the Dillinger escape plan, it wouldn't seem out of the ordinary. <laughs> That's exactly right. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see what Sony Pictures has been telling Troy Duffy. I'm kind of curious now. This is okay. Here we go. Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, March 9th, DVD and Blu-ray release of the Moondog Saints. All Saints Day debuted at number one. Oh shit. Do they wow. All like 40 people in the audience are stoked. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed because I did hope that he was playing music. That was kind of half the reason. I look, we people in the audience, people who listen, you need to find us, buy us Troy Duffy's album on Amazon so we can review it. Okay, we'll listen to the whole fucking thing. Yeah, for you, so you don't have Front to put to up with that shit. I might even listen to it twice just so I can get a good, good feel of it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like that's what like that world was creating, you know, and that's that to me is like a, one of the pinnacles of like that Boondock Saint story of just like that's how powerful like shitty townie rock was back then. Like the, it just could get those mega deals that were just stupid big, just oh, yeah. stupid. Like what was it? Nickelback had that song in that fucking uh, that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, you know? Like, yeah, the shit was everywhere. You could not escape it. Mm-mm, not at all. And another band that I think uh, was a part of the pinnacle of Towning Rock. The, <laughs> if there's a Mount Rushmore, they're on it. 
<laughs> it's fu- it's fucking Buck Cherry. Uh, they even sound like fucking Towny Rock, you know, like Buck Cherry. That's like mm-hmm. that's what you went with. And I looked it up. According to the band, like Buck Cherry is the name of a uh, trans prostitute that they uh, uh, used to hang out in front of the studio where they recorded. They have like said that it's not just like a weird play on like Chuck Berry, but like I don't know why you have to make that weird ass story up. Why can't you just be like, yeah, we played on Chuck Berry. It's fine. We make that type of rock and roll. Like the type of people who like our music are going to be like, holy shit, it's like Chuck Berry, but all mixed up. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, the people that listen to that haven't listened to Chuck Berry. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. And they definitely yeah. haven't seen the video of Chuck Berry pissing on that lady. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's fair. Like, <laughs> they haven't listened, but like, I feel like I feel like they have like a like one of those like like uh, like respects for like because it's old school rock and roll. You know what I mean? But like even beyond that, like I just love the fact that like they 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 concocted a story for their name like bands. That's that's another towny rock thing is like you kind of concoct a, a funny story for your band name. And like yeah, to them, just pick it, you know? Yeah. And that's what's funny to Buck Cherry. Trans prostitutes that live outside of studios. <laughs> I'm not even a woke guy, but even I'm like, that's kind of dickish, man. Like, what, like, like, did you offer to help? Like, like fucking Christ. <laughs> I don't even Buck Cherry. Jesus. I'm upset about that, Jane. I, I'm also pretty fucking upset about Buck Cherry. Uh, it used to be on the radio a lot, and I I had to listen to that, you know. Dude, what if it would have been fun? I mean, would have been. I'm not even a cancel guy, but would have been funny if they got canceled because of that story. Yeah, I mean, I you know I wouldn't be upset if they got canceled. Fuck them, <laughs> you know. Like after all they've done, all their shit they've polluted this uh, the airwaves with, you know. Yeah, and, and and the best part is is like we both know Josh Todd from Buck Cherry, who's the lead singer. He's got so many tattoos, so he's like, what job is he going to do where like, you know, like, like he's gonna be acceptable where he's just like gyrating and humping the air all the time and singing about crazy bitches like <laughs> you know like could you imagine that guy trying to conform to like retail work standards <laughs> god i hope not <laughs> oh they're still so making albums too holy shit yeah dude well they they did crew fest bro they did crew fest um so let's uh let's check out Speaking of Crewfest, let's check out their little uh, live video of Buck Cherry playing Crazy Bitch. Wait, we should do it like 1039 The X. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we're here. We're going to listen to Buck Cherry. This is Crazy Bitch live at Crewfest. I mean, can you imagine being there? That's like the best spot on the planet, man. Anyways, women are dumb. Let's listen to the song. <laughs> yeah. I know we've done a lot of work up here. <laughs> You guys buy a lot of our records. We really appreciate it. Oh, Lord. We're so grateful to be a part of Crew Fest. Yeah, they're so happy. We want to give a shout out to all the bands here today, tonight. Maybe, maybe not the crew. Give a round of applause. Shane, as somebody who, like, 
goes to like concerts on a regular basis and like you know see shows also works at them and shit like that you know you got you do, you're doing your thing like can we like put an end to all like base level stage banter like that type of shit and just be like okay yeah i get it you think like man all the bands all the other bands on the festival lineup are fucking awesome yes i know okay fine like that's why we're all here like, 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 like it really is insufferable. Like, like, and it's always it's always the old dudes, you know. Yeah, and it, it, it's always you know there's a bunch of like younger younger bands, and there's that one band like forty year olds trying to make it, and just they gotta be they gotta they gotta be cool. They gotta shout out to everybody. They gotta do all that. They gotta they gotta point to like their 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 wife in the back, you know, <laughs> and. <laughs> Then probably play like a fucking dead Kennedy's cover. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. That is, yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, it's like really fucking awesome to be here at the farting clam, you know. <laughs> we uh we love playing around town. Oh yeah, and then they'll play like I'm telling you, they'll play like cesspools of Eden by like the dead Kennedys, but they'll be landlords, you know? I'm like Ooh, you missed you missed a couple of tracks off of uh fresh fruit, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's a very yeah, the, it, it it all of that goes into like uh one of my universal opinions that I really kind of want to express on this podcast, which is that music sucks ninety percent of the time. Like it just terrible. does. <laughs> it really it just sucks. <laughs> like all right, let's go back to this buck cherry's quote-unquote music oh shit oh do you see that he's got like chain links for his like uh, drum cymbal stand oh that's real tang rock yeah yeah look oh, at he's him. jerking he's off the mic oh lord <laughs> he's so horny dude we got one more song what you want to hear and and like i said dude none of these skills of jerking off the mic talking like this doesn't apply to any section of working at Target. And I, I'm not putting that on him. He's got a successful career, you know, fine. Come on, baby, light my fire. What the fuck? What does he have against the doors? What did, what did, yeah. what did Morrison do to this fucking guy? <laughs> yeah, he's even biting the look. Like, the low-cut trousers? Like, yeah, who do you think did this? <laughs> yeah. Who do you yeah. think was humping microphones like 40 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And all of that, like, recycled. My bad, go ahead. They all have, like, they're either playing, like, shitty, like, fucking Les Pauls or some sort of Gibson, or they've got that, like, ACDC, uh, you know, the, 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 what's the, what's the horned red, uh, guitar? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the Gibson SG. I know what you're talking about. Why do they all play the same fucking guitar? I have a theory on this that, like, um gibsons and like that kind of because i think that the, that gibson is a the sg is a gibson too yeah you got like this the thing that's on there right now is a gibson es335 um uh townies love gibson guitars because slash played them He's oh, like, that's the that's the component okay because you never you know see I mean? these motherfuckers play like a fucking i don't know like an epiphone you know and they're or, sure or a fender yeah there's definitely not fender strats in these fucking bands yeah well and that's my like if you think about it like especially in the last like 
20 to 30 years, Fender really leaned in on indie rock. Oh, yeah. It's honestly like going to shows like that's you could tell the first red flag is who are they playing a Gibson? Because they're playing a Gibson. Well, yeah, they're probably loaded. Yeah. Uh, which means yeah. they probably make terrible music. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, B, they're, they're playing a Gibson. Yeah. No, they're well. And, and like I, I've. I've played a Gibson before, like one of my buddies had one and, and they're, it's just not for me, dude. They're really heavy and like, they're just, they're annoying. They suck. I, I, I have a, like a, a Squire Jaguar, like, like a little, like a cheapo guitar. It's, it's, it's probably like two, 300 bucks, but it's basically, it's very similar to like uh Cobain's guitar uh, in Nirvana, like that kind of, although <laughs> I don't have like my buttons taped over like him because he kept fucking hitting them all the time. Jackass. <laughs> it's a fun little fact from Nirvana live videos. If you look over his like guitar, he's got like all of his like control knobs up uh, near like the, uh, the, uh, like the top part of the guitar. They're always taped over because he would like play aggressively and like, hit them and it would like change the sound of the guitar in mid mid song and they'd be like what the fuck just happened and it's like oh motherfucker so they just like duct tape them over <laughs> oh man shout out to shout out to nirvana though but um yeah no like that that is like a long-standing theory that i've had um and and like <clears throat> i i i think like occasionally occasionally you'll catch like one of these bands with like an all white strat like Jimi Hendrix or like uh like uh like uh, maybe David Gilmore's like all black strat maybe but I feel like the Jimi Hendrix one's a little bit more popular and like that that sometimes will cross over but like yeah if you see like an offset guitar like a Jaguar or like a Mustang or like a fucking uh Jazzmaster I had one of those for a while uh it's a it's an indie rock band like it's definitely an indie rock band it's really it's it's shout out to fender for the marketing like they they played that one well they really did you know what i mean so let's continue on with and it's not about a little girl oh my god oh god jesus the fact we had to specify that Seems a little, a little, uh, it's concerning. It is, especially with all the humping. Yeah, a lot of the humping, and you're like, it's not a little girl. What? what? <laughs> Who was thinking that? Is he? Is he scatting? <laughs> Dude, we've got more scat on the pod. First it was Anthony Kiedis, now it's Josh Todd. <laughs> Oh my god, he's doing it again. Oh, I rewound it. I had to hear it again. Makes me happy. Uh, hey, Shane. Would it, wouldn't it be, like, really cool if, like, we were... Like, I've thought about this in my life. Like, what if we actually like this sincerely and not ironically? I thought we did. <laughs> Isn't that Wait. I thought this, is, I this thought isn't we... the destroy episode, right? <laughs> I'm all I'm all messed up. Fuck! I thought the scatting was great. <laughs> My bad. <dude. laughs> 
Yeah, no. <laughs> God, you got me good on that one. Oh fuck. All right, let's let's continue on. I enjoy that a lot. Pick up the phone and ask somebody. Oh god. Pick up the phone. Call your mama. Call your father. Say society. Lots of crazy bitch hang around my dick now. Call your mama. Call your father. Say society. Lots of crazy bitches hanging on my dick now. What does that mean? <laughs> that's um. That's go ahead, bud. That's um way too philosophical for me. I think. Yeah, like I love the fact that like in all of that humping and talking about crazy bitches and like everything that he's like sung slash talked about so far. Now he's got to try to bring society into it and make it into, like, a big, like, larger conceptual piece. <laughs> we do live in a society, and Josh Todd has uh, thoughts about that, this particular society that we live in, it, it seems. He really does, dude. He, oh, fuck, we got to continue. She's a crazy bitch, a Is this a manifesto? <laughs> is there, is there a, a political ideology sprouting from this confess set? Dude, we just—I love the audio we just caught of you going. Is this a political message or ideology? As he's like talking about, about <laughs> this podcast already rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh that's so great <laughs> and uh to answer your question yeah i think he's the new marks man this is this is Fuck. it right here it's got recycled blues rock underneath it <laughs> yeah i mean they uh marks did say something about history repeats itself uh it wasn't marks uh but you know first is a uh, comedy and second is farce so Son of a bitch. Yeah, and here we are. Look at what it creates, dude. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Oh, my God. Now when she comes to my house with her heels on, titties all pumped up, Oh it's a horny Knocking manifesto. Like she don't be there, right? Hey, okay, you want a really dark joke, Shane? Yeah, definitely. Imagine like uh like the like Josh Todd kills like forty people in a mass shooting event and like uploads the transcript of this the way that Andros Bevrick did and for after that terror attack in Norway. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Why did you do this? Oh uh, put this dick between your lips, but uh, fat tits. <laughs> it's just like it's just a bloodbath at like a fucking like a fucking Spencer's gift at a mall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> All right. I'll continue. You know what I mean? Shit. I look her right between the eyes and I say, why don't you come in and have a seat? I want to have a little talk with you. And I get real serious, you know. You see, the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? Damn. Do you think he thinks he's like the first guy to say this stuff? Um, there's a good possibility. Um, I, I can't, how, we've got eight more minutes in this monologue <laughs> yeah it really makes you wonder Holy if they shit. actually ever play the song yeah like what 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 is the actual song so i re- vaguely remember the actual song uh i don't remember this part yeah no i it's poetry <laughs> do you think we always got the single edit <laughs> yeah like fuck dude I, this is I, I guess yeah we've only heard the radio edit so God. There's so much hip gyration. And then I say something to her. And, I and say, this is from the man who's talking shit about the doors. Yeah. What do I say? Oh my God, that was hilarious. He, he definitely tried to do like a call and response to the audience and like got cold shouldered. So. What, what are they supposed to say? <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out like what what <laughs> me too dude like 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 i wish somebody just yelled like what the fuck in that moment <laughs> <laughs> all right let's keep doing this you're crazy but i like the way you fuck me right. okay all right they finally play the song. We're going to skip this nonsense. You only hear him talk more. Yeah, rest assured if you haven't seen the video. There's a lot more humping. Even fast yeah, forwarding it. Yeah, just surprising kind of humping coming through. That was humping. Crazy bitch! That shit was hot. <laughs> what? I hate this guy so much. Ugh. You know why you like this song? No. Tell us. Because you are yeah. fucking animals, people. What? Somebody already said that. Yeah. It feeds the savage beast inside of you. The calling. You know what wow, I this mean. guy's like a Freudian we got uh, psychologist. Along the way, right? <laughs> we made all this shit up to abide by. <clears throat> right? Money. Religion. And words, man! We made them up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, to his credit, he's not wrong <laughs> he really we did isn't. we did make them up um <laughs> i you know what i can but, accurately quote him words man 
we did all make them up uh, yeah you know money <laughs> religion yeah i get yeah we we did make them up uh <laughs> fought, what, damn this guy's really like leave it to buck cherry to really like dial in to the human psyche and give us exactly what our primal like lizard brains need and it's yeah. actually um we've been trying to figure this out for years and it's crazy bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like human existentialism ennui like it's all we just need to listen to crazy bitch because it just taps in to that hind brain that's like oh that's what I, that's what that's what i'm supposed to be doing dude it, the only logical thing is to have booths in society where you can listen to crazy bitch on every corner in the country all right you want human happiness you want self-actualized humans you want the peak of radical self-expression let people listen to crazy bitch on every public corner in America. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, you you either want crazy bitch or you're some kind of fucking like fascist. So mm -hmm. your move, DSA. Yeah, for real. We're calling you guys out. Fucking fascists. Like, I honestly like. I think we have like three minutes in this one. Uh, we'll we'll do we'll we'll make this cool. We'll be like uh, all the hip podcast, Shane. Do you want to like cap it here and do like a second part later on? We could do it tonight. We could do it at another point. I mean, we definitely have a good at first episode. Like, I feel like they'll enjoy all the fun stuff, won't you? You little, you little lab rats, enjoy all that that delicious audio content we just dropped into your mouth there. Yeah, you crazy bitches. Yeah, dude, you, you crazy little fuckers. <laughs> well and i love like if you remember crazy bitch was like the comeback single because they had that song in like the 2000s which was just like crazy it was funny because like their first big song was lit up and the hall song is like and i'm all lit up again yeah i love the cocaine i love the cocaine and then the next big song they did is hey you're crazy bitch but you fuck so good <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck but yeah um i'll tell you what we'll we'll discuss off pod um we'll figure out what we're gonna do we'll probably i mean we're definitely gonna give you more townie rock because we only hit like one section of this just because the the boondock saints thing made me like spark a memory and like that yeah no that whole situation like that was actually fun too so i i guess this will probably be the first taste of townie rock the first taste of pitchfork pals we'll see this might be the first episode this might be the second episode this might be the episode that we force you to listen to as we take you and your friends into the Ukraine to fight for us so that the slime nation can basically have the territory that the Russians lost. <laughs> we need some, we need, we need uh, agrarian. We need, we need agriculture. So look, look, okay. it's the bread can I be of Europe. I'll be a hundred percent right here. Okay. Zelensky used to be a fucking comedian. Okay. And if there's one thing I know in this world, it's comedians and you know what they are fucking degenerates. I guarantee we can work out a deal with this motherfucker of anybody in the world. This guy's the guy to do the guy that used to be in show business. He's not going to be like, Oh, let's work out a deal. Fuck. Yeah, dude, let's work out a fucking deal. Tell you what, we'll do the podcast and like, I don't know, the Nets or 
Kyrsan or wherever fuck, Kokiv, whatever, I don't care. In exchange, we get hooked up to some of the uh, grain supply. We get to sell it on the international market, okay? That's what we're talking about. Pitchfork Pals gets taken to a whole new level, all right? It's just it became Yeah, dude. It becomes like it becomes like a a, a shadow account for like the the slime land. <laughs> we we are the syndicate from X Files. We've exactly. got we've got plans. Big facts. And on that note, folks, we're out. Pitchfork pals, the second part. You know what's up. You know what's up. We're about to smoke our ops in the townie rock category, which is what are you? That's that's us using modern hip hop vernacular in order to make fun of basically old white trash which is pretty <laughs> they'd be really mad <laughs> they'd be really upset if we knew what we were what we were doing yeah if they had urban dictionary if they even knew where to go for that and to figure out what we were saying about them jesus what a beautiful 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 thing all right so the last episode, we were talking about Townie Rock, you know, late night style. We're we're chilling. I think it's like, yeah, it's almost one thirty in the morning. We're we're doing it. Um, so we're now into the second part of the Townie Rock, which I think this one we're gonna kind of get not really into the pinnacle of Townie Rock. I think we're gonna start like we're gonna like kind of hit the um the start of Townie Rock and. <clears throat> some of this stuff is kind of look i you know there's a very good very honest very obvious answer that like you know with like leonard skinnerd with a band like that that's obviously george thorogood and the destroyers that's obviously like you know these are bands that are kind of like iconic townie rock like at this this point we're like they you know they're just kind of well known for it flagship county rock exactly that's that's a great way to put it it's a great way to put it so what i what i tried to think about when we were coming up with this is like how this stuff was presented in a way that like they clearly know who likes this type of stuff and like using their marketing and their promotion how they feel about the people that like this type of music which to me is the funniest part about like a lot of this stuff because i have met like you know some people who are like in like record industry and stuff like that and like some of these a and r guys are like i think it's like uh i think his name's lyle presley or something like that i don't know if he still does stuff but like he's like an a and r guy for like a pretty big record company and like his resume includes that he used to play guitar for fugazi back in the day and it's just like okay all right well shit that's that's not anything to laugh at okay so like the business knows like you know like they know exactly who they're selling this stuff this stuff to and it culminated in a compilation album that uh came out when uh i feel like we were probably like 10 or 11 when it came out like that yeah early 2000s i think Maybe late nineties, maybe, but I, I don't know. Stretching I, it. I think it might be. Is it is it post nine eleven or is that too late? Is you it... know, this is actually this is a good question. Here, hold on. This is that's a good question. You know, that is not that like you know 
Uh, exact Son of a pushing. Bitch. Oh, oh, look at that. Wait, what? When? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! Ah, the world was so innocent. <laughs> the Dude, they had nine months. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Saddam was probably listening to this shit. They probably found it with like his uh, found him in his hole with this. You know, that's how yeah. they found him as he was listening to fucking Black Betty, and they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Well, and also, like, I also love, like, this This shit comes out, like, two days or three days. I'm not sure because, you know, that date can change. But, like, two or three days after George Bush is inaugurated into the presidency. <laughs> and, unfortunately, a month late for Christmas. So, yeah, so much for really the, put... the black, that, that going south stocking stuff, you know? That, you know what, Shane, I didn't even think about that, and I'm actually kind of pissed off about that, because they kind of fumbled the bag, you know what I mean? Like, you, it's not like you have to wait for any of this stuff to be released, because <laughs> the artists are working on it. You could put they it out at any point. They working on the cover art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, I mean, honestly, like, if we're gonna, if we're gonna call it, I, like, I can't knock this hustle, and it, it worked for him really well. And yeah. fucking, you know, you know the guy from Gazi knows his shit. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, you put together one of these stupid compilations and just rake in the fucking dough. But come on, <laughs> put it in like fucking November. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it, it, it it's it's simple. It's simple. Like you know, just playing the calendar. Like you're well, and okay, you know what that that makes me think, and that's that's kind of interesting. You know, maybe they did fumble the bag in the sense like they didn't think this would be big, but like at the same time, like, no, you again, I'm pissed off. Like he got elected November 7th. What did you think was going to happen in this country? Like the guy who like basically everybody voted for because he was like cool to have a beer with. Like, you don't think going south is going to sell well after that? Are you out of your mind, guys? Like, I'm calling it now. Like, honestly, you know, we could put money into, like, gold and, um, you know, NFTs and all that dumb shit. Trump gets elected. Slime Squad needs to make a fucking going south three. That's oh, what we fucking need. Yeah. This is yeah. our retirement fund. This is how we fund. We get our own fucking Jamie and we knock Joe Rogan off the top of that podcast list. We need going south three. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent. Um. Okay. Can I? Can I? Can I use your? Uh. Can I have? Can I ask for a favor, Shane? Can you read the track of listing off while I uh take a hit of the delicious marijuana? Yeah. Yeah. So opening this particular album uh is really uh, a classic, a staple of the genre. Uh, we have Sweet Home Alabama from Leonard Skinner, clocking in four minutes forty seconds. Uh, really, again flagship you think of towny rock it's sweet home alabama i mean for fuck's sakes like these guys were making fun of neil young and just farting around and you know coming in uh at number two i don't know if i put this in at number two uh just because i think it kind of if you look at the top like five tracks this kind of ruins the vibe but uh ramblin man by the allman brothers band you know you know uh also definitely towny rock um I don't know, whatever, it's the Allman Brothers band. Number three, this should be the second track on the album. I don't know how you feel, Cameron, but I mean... I agree, I agree. the Bone by George Thorogood and the Destroyers. 
This is the towny. We were talking about this. This is the towny rock anthem. This is their hype track. This is like you you throw this shit on and like beer bottles are going flying. You know, Shane. I offer a theory. Maybe they didn't make it one two punch. Sweet home Alabama, bad to the bone because they knew those honky tonk dives just couldn't take that level of damage. That's a good idea. Maybe when they made this, they kind of thought about. We need to have ups and downs. Um, it's like Towns Van Zant said: "To live is to fly, all low and high." So maybe you gotta. <laughs> we can't. You can't. You can't peak at the beginning, you know. But then we get into flirting with disaster by Motley Hatchet. Uh, mm-hmm. God, that song fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have anything funny to say about that. I fucking hate Molly Hatchet. And speaking of, I'm shit, traveling down hate. the road and I'm flirting with disaster. It's just, honestly, it's fucking. It's trucker core, and not even like in a cool way. Core. <laughs> Speaking of which, 38 special with hold on loosely. Uh, fucking what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't doubt that that is like towny rock, but I, I find that interesting because the first four tracks are definitely like towny man rock. And to me, this is the first like we're trying to appeal to the babes. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, track five and six. Yeah, a softer, yeah, a little more sensitive for the townie. Um, you know, like at this point, the townie at their local watering hole are gonna be, you know, they're gonna be singing this with their girl instead of with the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, six being heard it in a love song by uh, the Marshall Her- Tucker band. Heard it in a love <laughs> song. Well, and then like you know, you got two slow, well, not slow songs, but like a little bit more chill you know, songs. And then they just kick it into high gear with Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, turn, turn the volume Queen. up to 11, you know. Okay. Which, which uh, you, you know, really quick, though, I think uh, I don't know a lot about these bands. Um, yeah. Other than I know that I fucking hate most of them. Um, but I, I feel like Mississippi Queen is the only, like, well, other than Leonard Skinner, is the only, like, really southern band, you know? I think the rest of these motherfuckers are like, you know, like, like, you know how like CCR were just a bunch of dudes from like San Francisco who were like, what if we play shit from Louisiana? And everybody was like, hell yeah, yeah brother. Well, I, I, I do want to bring the, the song that I have highlighted here. Uh, I'm about to start searching like this for stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Have you ever heard this song? Keep your hands to yourself by the Georgia Satellites. I'm willing to bet it was on uh, one of those like dad rock stations back in Springfield, 1047 Dayton, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. it's not it's not clicking anything yet. All right, we're gonna listen to it. Um, also, let me know if you hear sound. Do you hear sound? Uh, I got nothing. Okay, yeah, I got. I forgot to. Sh- I forgot to share sound. Sorry. We do going south three. We'll have somebody to hey, do Bruce? this for us. So this is Georgia Satellites, which just like, really, you're going to name your band that? Oh, yeah, yeah, this, give your hands to yourself. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I guess I need to play a little bit. Oh, God, it's so shitty. Oh, 
it kind of makes me mad that he's playing that Telecaster because I kind of like it. Yeah, I know. I was was just thinking, like, wow, that's a nice guitar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're played by an absolute, like, Yeah, dude. They look like Pink Floyd, but, like, from, I don't know, like, Southern Appalachia. (laughs) No offense to Appalachia. Uh, I very much respect that region. It's just that's just how they look, you know, the stereotypes I can, and all that. I can get on that formula though, calling like they look like uh yes, but they're from uh Mrs. <laughs> they're from uh Roswell, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> the Florida Georgia line. <laughs> that's a better one. They they look yeah, there we go. They look like they could play alongside Rick Wakeman, but they're from the Florida Georgia line. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely they're definitely like southeast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and then like the 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 uh, play. Well, the compilation. I bet they have a going south like playlist on Spotify. You know they do. I'm just I'm you, just gonna pop into that and. Uh... Like even if it's not like the actual one, somebody created it and then like uploaded it and was like, "Oh look, everybody else can enjoy my going south playlist." God, what a fucking technological nightmare that we live in. Fuck. Oh my god, somebody put in a lot of effort. Yeah. Um. There's like 158 tracks on this. This is the true going south playlist by Thomas Garby. Uh. <laughs> subtext. <laughs> Packing lips and cracking beers. You know what, <laughs> Thomas Scarp? Hell yeah, brother. Um, Hell yeah, brother. He really he ventured out. He's got like David Allen Coe and like all the the good old boy hits. Alan Jackson's on there. I don't think Is it, those people can I are take from a the guess? South. Can I take a guess, my friend, on what yeah. David Allen Coe song it is? Uh, hold on. Where is it? Long haired redneck. <laughs> um, or Willie Whalen and me. This one, or, uh, it's Hank Williams Jr. Jr. I've never heard this. David Allen Coe's. Uh, uh, He's got some deep cuts. Okay. Of, uh, David Allen Coe. Motherfucker, I thought, okay. And so Indian we... Outlaw by Tim McGraw. <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did try not to be that loud, but God. That's so fucking funny. That's is so um, fucking funny. Wow. Yeah, really, this is this is this is country. Um, there's a lot of country music on here. Uh, but hold on, somebody else made one too. Tito Martinez. Oh, here we go. Molly Hatchet. This is the one. There we go. Wow. Okay, uh, he's got Black Betty on there. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta rhythm yep. section. Yeah, there we go. Well, and let's not forget uh, Pure Prairie League, which is Vince Gill, uh, Vince, uh, not Vince Gilligan, Vince Gill's band, the country singer, not oh, yeah, Vince Gilligan, yeah. the guy who uh, created Breaking Bad, <laughs> worked on the X Files. Be pretty great if he was <laughs> in a southern rock band. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. uh, I think honestly, you know, Leonard Skinner is really. I, this this is I think the archetype of uh, in my opinion one of the archetypal towny rock songs is is Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh. Uh, okay, yeah. That fucking asshole from the the Eagles, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe and uh, he was in James Gang too, wasn't he? Oh yeah, another towny rock band. Yeah. Yeah, Funk Forty Nine, <laughs> big towny rock song. Um. Okay. Okay. So. Um... 
this is kind of kind of fun because we obviously we have we have uh going south too which i i've never seen before oh, oh going also back we, to that old one though is is the band townie rock that's a little you weird know, I, I i see why they picked that song but um the it's the band you know like they have yeah martin scorsese did a whole documentary for him and like they did a bunch of they did an <laughs> album with bob dylan they were bob dylan's backing band for a while too yeah. and yeah they did the basement tapes um and they were associated with some pretty good acts you know they did stuff with like Andrew harris and johnny mitchell and um neil you young know my favorite band fact what the band's lead singer is a guy named Robbie Robertson, which is oh, like my yeah. favorite type of name, which is just like like taking your name and just making it another thing. Like Mike Michelson, like something like that. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> I really like his name, dude. I've heard he's kind of a dick. Oh, I'd I'd imagine so. I'd imagine. Well, and like let's be honest here, I love him to death, but like if you are a sponge at all and you hang out with Bob Dylan for that long like you're probably going to turn into a dick too because like dylan's like historically like a dick and it's kind of cool i mean that's half the reason why i kind of like him is he's just kind of dickish well it's like what was it levon helms was in the band too and he was a pretty he was an okay guy i found out he uh he uh when they were touring with bob dylan when bob dylan went electric yeah uh, you know they got a bunch of flack because it was you know the purists were pissed but uh, mm-hmm. Levon Helms left the band and the tour uh, and went to go work on like an oil rig for like a fucking year. That's oh, random fact. Shit. That's cool. That's hard ass. That's awesome. Shout out Levon Helms. I mean, we don't really do this. on he, He's the pitchfork pal of the week, not the slime god of the week. That's the other <laughs> show. That's the other show. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, all right. The, the the band is a weird inclusion on that. Everything else makes a lot of sense. Like it's not something I'd buy, but it it makes sense. But the band being on there, I guess that song does kind of because it's about Dixie, but like it's a bunch of Canadians, you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like actually dudes who are into the Confederacy. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Um. All right. So this is going south too. All right. And and they kind of they kind of seem to do it again. Oh, also, I keep forgetting to do this. Um it ends the first one with maybe the most iconic towny song of all time. The Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels band. Every towny knows every word to that song and they will every, sing it. Mhm. Well, it, I I it, it's it, they know every word and like it creates like a like buzz and excitement in them that is just like insane even like people that aren't from georgia and aren't from you know like you know the south particular like we're from ohio originally i know you live over in colorado but like even people there are like oh my god and they go nuts for it it really is just like it's like a siren song. Do you know what I mean? Or not I a know, siren song. It's like all... amp track, hype track. That that is what I'm saying. My bad. It Bob. is, yeah. And everybody has to play air fiddle to the fucking thing. Uh huh. Now I gotta ask you a question. Have you ever like heard another Charlie Daniels song? I want to say I have, but if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you what the fucking title was. All if right. I did, like it wasn't, it wasn't um, by choice. I'm gonna play you a little bit of this song. This is Une- Uneasy Rider by Charlie Daniels. Um, 
I guess I should preface this by saying like how I know about this song. So my dad bought me uh the uh I've been getting paid um Charlie Daniels greatest hits when I was a kid. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Just just he just did it. Hits? He just did it. <laughs> Gr- <Yeah>. Greatest. <laughs> yeah. That's a bold take. It's a fucking bold take. Um, but this is one of the songs that was on there. Um, and I'm kind of curious to get your take on it. Okay. Hold on. There we go. Sorry, guys. Damn YouTube videos. I was taking a trip out to L.A., tooling along in my Chevrolet, talking on the number and digging on the radio. It's like one of those storytelling songs. Just as I crossed the Mississippi line, I heard that highway start to whine, and I knew that left rear tire was about to go. They don't really do stuff like this. Well, the spare was flat, and I got up tight, because there wasn't a filling station in sight, so I just limped on down the shoulder on the rim. I went as far as I could and wanted to stop the car. It was right in front of this little bar, kind of a redneck-looking joint called the Dewdrop Inn. All right, things are starting to get well, fun. I stuffed my hair up under my hat and told the bartender that I had a flat. And would he be kind enough to give me change for a one? All right, so already we've got, like, oh, he's got, like, you know, long hair. He's different. <laughs> like, yeah, this Already. is some real, real, uh, who, who the fuck, you can't, you can't be telling a story like this, who are you, fucking Woody Guthrie, you know, <laughs> your flat tires and shit, yeah. the fuck. Well, and, and like, also, I think this seems to be the back of one of his records, <clears throat> and apparently he's got, like, a track called Funky Junkie, which I didn't even know about. <laughs> and is that a seven minute, seven and a half minute track called Revelations? Oh, I think the one above it's eight. Holy, is, is that what eight? that is? Oh my god! I can't what the tell. Fuck? Why can't people? What? Uh, fuck. <laughs> and, oh, and a song <laughs> called "Big Man." <laughs> oh my god! Just <clears throat> going to his concert and being like, "This fucking interminable thing will not end." Like, oh yeah, they, they, they opened with "Funky Junkie." <laughs> no. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all, dude. I don't like it at all. All right, let, let's continue this song. Well, there was one thing I was sure proud to see. There wasn't a soul in the place except for him and me, and he just looked disgusted and pointed toward the telephone. I called up a station down the road a ways, and he said he wasn't very busy today, and he could have somebody there in just about 10 minutes or so. I also like it's almost like I kind of figure out why people don't do this anymore, because like it's the same reason why like James Joyce novels really aren't read by like very many people. And there's no knock against James Joyce. Like James Joyce is a talented dude, like very talented dude. But like I don't need three pages of you describing like a wooden chair. (laughs) Can you just tell me what the fuck is going on in this story, please? And like edit, edit this shit down. Yeah, no, like this, like <clears throat> this is five minutes of this. And I don't know if we're going to get through the whole thing because there is a certain point, but like it, I like also like playing this because it, it, it so clearly is like, yeah, dude, like you cannot like you just you cannot you can't you can't just go off like this and not like have like a little bit of an editor. 
ridiculous Charlie Daniels. And where's the fiddle? Who the fuck? Who who's the sad motherfucker who's going to a fucking Charlie Daniels, you know, show, having heard the devil went down the Georgia, and most likely only having heard the devil went down to Georgia. And then you have to listen to fucking uneasy writer. Like <laughs> yeah. you are fucking like six, six or seven bush lights deep. And they play this like <laughs> fucking hell. Dude, oh, this is God. like, I don't know. Man. Honestly, this shit like it, it's like going to a fish show, like sober. Like what? How do you sit it, through it? You do raise a good point. Cause like, he doesn't seem to be playing the violin and like, he's like, talk rapping kind of and it's just like yeah i didn't pay for this i did not pay for you to sit there and like for fuck's sake play the goddamn violet motherfucker <laughs> yeah somebody's there trying to get buck wild yeah and uh this is uh this is a buzzkill goddamn right dude he said now you just stay right where you're at and i didn't bother to tell the darn oh it's heat now I just ordered up a beer and sat down at the bar when some guy walked in and said, Who owns this car with the peace sign and the mag wheels and four on the floor? Mm-hmm. Well, he looked at me and I damn near died. And I decided that I'd just wait outside, so I laid a dollar on the bar and headed for the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Just when I thought I'd get out of there with my skin, these five big dudes come strolling in with this one old drunk chick or some fellow with green teeth. How did I have this as a child? And I was almost at the door when the biggest one said, you tip your hat to this lady, son. And when I did, all that hair fell out from underneath. So he went to a bar and they got, he, he was hiding his hair and he talked to the bartender to get the tire fixed. And then as he was leaving, people came in and wanted him to be polite. And then process, he f- accidentally exposed his long hair. You see what I did there, Charlie Daniels? Not two minutes and sixteen seconds. Half a fucking... verse, <laughs> like is yeah, really what that could have been. Yeah, like... and also, isn't that like every like townie's dream? You know, is to be you know you're, you're associated with the good old boys, but you're not one of them. You know, you were too. You had long hair, and you were too. You're too bad for them. You know, <laughs> you didn't respect <laughs> the man like that. Like, dude, you voted in George Bush. Shut the fuck up. Your generation voted for Reagan, and you're telling me like you were you you were. It's like deadheads now. Deadheads are all like fucking like you know Trump voting like conservatives. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's what terrible, happened, dude? The lead. Well, and the lead in the water. <laughs> Well, and and speaking of like the bush hair, do you do you, you remember that time where like that like there was like a beef where like you had like the like polo shirt wearing Republicans and then like I go mudding on the weekends Republicans mm-hmm. and they like hated each other. The two there's the two like genders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a really great Montgomery Gentry video where like a basically like the polo shirt wearing. Republicans move in to, next door to Montgomery Gentry, and they basically try to kick them out of the neighborhood, like like segregation style. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't register on anybody, like how absurd and insane that is. It's so bad, dude. Um, I uh, but yeah, no. Needless to say, um. I uh I I love that shit. 
I love it with all my heart. I, God, I thank God for Montgomery Gentry. Is there another Charlie Daniels track on Going South Volume Two? Did they did they bother to like look into that discography at all? <laughs> or did they? I, like, go ahead, sorry. I, I don't know if they just they just they took. I mean, then again, like if you if you're putting on what sells, you know, you know, the guy with six seven bush lights deep is not trying to listen to Uneasy Rider, so. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, and and like I, what I love about it is like they kind of like sneak diss like Charlie Daniels because they they totally understand that that's his only. They one hit wonder Charlie Daniels in the next one because he's not on it. Like Leonard Skinner is Almond Brothers bands like so many different ones and he's just not on. Molly oh, Hatchet's back. There, at least the South's gonna do it again. Is he really? Did I miss yeah, it? Yeah, track four. Wow, they did pull out. Oh, one. oh my God! So we bitch. got the, I take we that got back. The James Gang. Yeah, uh, James Gang. Fog Hat. Aren't those guys? Those guys are from fucking Britain. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Why are? What the fuck? Okay, look, Canadians are one thing, but those guys are are lobsterbacks. They're from they're from the UK. How are the fuck are they on a Going South album? What? Well, and, and and I'll toss into this like as well. Like Elvin Bishop is like a smooth R and B guy. Like I don't know if he's Southern. I can't confirm that or not. But like he's definitely not a Southern rock guy. Like it's like you've heard "Fooled Around" and "Fell in Love," right? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't know where where that where that fellow's from. But yeah, no, that that Jesus Christ, they're reaching so hard for this one. Well, and and so this is like. I guess th- this is the beginnings of Towny Rock, and I guess to kind of close it out, I'm not going to – I don't think they deserve much on it, mostly because I feel like people who listen to this podcast have probably heard it because they're like our age, uh, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit. But like you, this is like the, the first wave Towny Rock, if you will, and like it gets all the energy sucked out until what I believe is the last Towny Rock song, which is – Sail by AWOL Nation, which is funny because it's not even a rock song. It's just like an electronica song that they were like, hey, you know, we're going to try to say that this is fucking rock music to brand it like that because we have nothing left in this dying corporate behemoth. (laughs) You know, in recent years, though, uh, that band Greta Van Fleet They've been. Oh yeah. I think they're pumping out. I think they're bringing Towny Rock back. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, the, the 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 review on Pitchfork for their uh, album uh, Anthem of the Peaceful Army, which they gave a 1.6 out of 10. Says uh, Greta Van Fleet sound like they did weed exactly once. Call the cops and try to record a Led Zeppelin album before they arrested themselves. <laughs> that's surprisingly accurate it really is it's pretty it's, it's pretty neutered it is it is let's let's close on that um life and time with harry slime on facebook um that is like a that's a good closing point there um plus like uh my lady is trying to get in the bedroom so i can go she can go to bed and all that fun stuff but folks you'll be getting more of these pitchfork pals we're all about it You'll be seeing social media presence stuff for that as well. So with that being said, y'all take it easy and good night.